0: You're listening to the B School podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, embodiment coach and founder of Inner Workout. Consider B School your invitation to becoming a student of yourself. So come on, let's get studying. Hey there. Welcome back to another episode of B School. I'm excited about today's content. I just want to honestly catch up with you. At this point, we are well into the second quarter of 2020. We're almost a month into it. And I just thought it was time for me to actually share like what's up with me. There's a lot that shifted since I've done an update episode like this. And you people who listen to this podcast, I consider you like my writer dies. Like you are rooting for me in ways that I always appreciate. And so, I think it's nice for me to share what's going on behind the scenes off of the mic like outside of what I show on social media. So, what's new? Big thing, I quit my part-time job. So, a lot of you know that I was working part-time in kind of an engineering services company and I started working there I was working about 20 hours a week. And then slowly over time, that went down to like 10 hours a week, well, 15, then 10. And it just became clear that I couldn't serve them in the way that they needed anymore. They really wanted someone who could work more hours and probably needed someone who uh, had like a different, a slightly different type of approach. And that wasn't me. I Couldn't in good conscience say, okay, I'm going to take on more responsibility here because I know that that's not what my heart is in. My heart is really in building this podcast, building inner workout. And so I made the decision to step back. And that was back in February. I officially gave them notice. And March 1st was my, or February 29th was my last day, 28th, I think, because 29th was a Saturday, I believe. So that was my last day. And then March 1st, I didn't have a part-time job anymore. And then all this stuff with Corona happened. So that's why it's been very interesting. So yes, I did quit that part-time job. I did also pick up another. So I'm not fully self-employed yet. And I feel really good about that decision. I'm being really intentional about how I choose to scale up right now. And I know for a long time, my goal was to be self-employed in 2020. And now my goal is more to be self-employed when I can be self-employed in a way that really is supportive of a lifestyle that I want to have long time instead of rushing and burning myself out and creating this life that just is like even right now, I'm doing body language of just feeling really constricted. That's not what I want to build for myself. So I picked up a part-time job community managing for AmpJar. Another thing that's been a little bit interesting because I was supposed to help build community in Chicago and I can't exactly do that in the same way right now because there aren't in-person communities that I can go to. So let me tell you a little bit about AmpJar. AmpJar, I consider them like a collaborative marketing company. I remember I saw this job posting and I thought it was really interesting. And so I went ahead and applied. What I loved about it is that there was a lot of flexibility in how much time someone would give. I tend to work maybe about five hours a week for them. And I really could tell that they were a values-driven company, which was a priority to me wherever I decided to work part-time next is having a company that just really lived into their values. So AmpJar is a collaborative marketing company. And what they do is they help brands grow together. So with Inner Workout, I could go on the AmpJar platform and I could say, okay, I want to shout out another brand say, what's something that's aligned. Maybe it's like an essential oils brand or a cool candle brand. And I might shout them out on my Instagram stories or in my weekly self-care Sunday newsletter for Inner Workout. And now all these people on my list or who follow Inner Workout on Instagram get exposed to this other brand and then they work on a karma system. So then I get credits and then someone else could shout Inner Workout out to their audience to get credits. And the way they match it up is making sure that you have the same target demographics, maybe you're around the same price points, so it makes sense. It's not like I would just shout out some like $3,000 piece of workout equipment when my offerings are much lower priced and that wouldn't make sense as much. So, when I knew I really wanted this role was when I talked to the founder Pete. And he was, his wife is a small business owner and he was just saying, yeah, I just want brands to stop putting money in the pockets of Facebook and Instagram to do all of these ads and put money in each other's pockets by sharing customers and really just easily and authentically sharing content and sharing products that make sense to their audience. So yeah, my job with them is just to build community and to share their platform with other people. When things get a little bit back to normal, you'll probably... I mean, I'm already at... This was the other reason it was such a cool part-time job. Like, I'm already at the festivals and markets and things around the city. And now I just get to do that. And if there's a brand that seems cool and it would make sense to be on AmpJar's platform, then I can make that introduction. Something really cool that they've been doing lately that I appreciate is they actually made their platform for free, completely free for everyone, including their existing users through July 1st, because they saw like their customers are small businesses who have to be really mindful about what their budgets are. And they could keep charging them every month. And they said, you know what? No, that's not what we're about. We don't want people to have to choose how they market. We want to be supporting them in this time. And that kind of put me over the edge and like, yep, I made the right decision to be working with them part-time. So that's something that's new in my life. Another new thing is I just started a contract with Google. So I'm originally when I was supposed to be traveling, I was supposed to be doing travel to facilitate different content for Google's sales team, kind of around emotional intelligence, those types of things, which more goes back to my academic background of human and organizational development and leadership and organizational effectiveness. But yeah, getting to travel to different Google offices and train and all of that, again, got put on hold for coronavirus. And now I'm lucky to be working with Google to help figure out what this virtual experience looks like. What does it look like to facilitate virtually? And so that's another really cool opportunity that I'm getting to explore from a consulting perspective. So that's a new thing. And then obviously with inner workout, there is so much new stuff that I've had to figure out launching a new product. And I'm going to do a whole episode talking about what the process was like to launch a product in less than two weeks, because that was crazy and really cool at the same time. So work-wise, those are kind of the new things that are going on. Still doing inner workout workout. Really excited about how it's growing. Still doing some consulting. Don't talk about it as much on here, but I do consult and facilitate both around mindfulness in a workout type of things, and then also around more like, it's not even hard skills, it's still softer skills. But yeah. And then this role with AmpJar where I just get to help small businesses support each other. So, work wise, that's what's going on with me. What I'm learning. So I really sat and tried to distill everything that I'm learning right now into just something bite-sized. And it all came down to actionable self-awareness. Mama Maya, Maya Angelou, she has this quote that says, when you know better, you do better. And I'm really good at knowing myself. I know how I tick. I know like what little quirks I have, what gets under my skin. I can tell you how things feel in my body. But now I'm actually working on changing, on acting based on that self-awareness that I have, making it actionable. So right now it just looks a lot like me asking questions. The biggest one is like, okay, why am I doing this right now? Why am I getting defensive? Why am I getting upset or hurt by this? why am I checking my phone right now? And starting to understand now, I just had a moment with Matt last night where I was getting upset about something, getting my feelings hurt about something, and I was able to get a little bit of distance and say, huh, okay, I see why I'm upset by this, but I also see how I do something really similar. And it could make you feel the same way and you choose to act differently. And then it was able to become this conversation instead of just me getting hurt and getting defensive. So this actionable self-awareness, this asking questions, being really curious about the why, instead of just saying, this is why, like, this is what happens. I know this happens. And that means I'm going to get a migraine. I know this happens. And that means I'm really anxious, but digging under the surface to get at why, even when I'm checking my phone, why am I checking my phone right now? I'm bored. I'm avoiding the task at hand. I'm whatever, whatever. But being able to start to understand and uncover, and whether that's journaling or just taking some time in the moment, this actionable self awareness has been really helpful. And so after I ask the why or whatever question it is, it's thinking, okay, how can I act differently? How can I show up differently? Now that I not only know I've observed this thing about myself, and then I've questioned it and what am I going to do now that I've questioned it so that it's that action and yeah that's that's a big thing that I'm learning right now and it's cool to see how I'm approaching situations that are similar to a situation I may have approached even 3 months ago but I'm showing up so differently and yeah I'm excited about this learning I'm excited about it okay so what I'm unlearning I'm really unlearning my Weirdness around feedback. Historically, I've done really well. Like, I always had good grades. I was always top of my class. I got a full tuition scholarship to a really good college. I got a good job. I generally got good performance feedback at my jobs. And so, somewhere along the road, I learned that, like, either you're doing really well. Or you're getting feedback and that means that you're doing poorly. And I saw it as this very binary thing. And so I would always be chasing perfect, chasing getting that good grade, chasing getting that award or accolade or being the best. And I was cutting myself off from opportunities in the process. And so what I've really been trying to do is to open up and to let people in. Like I make things and I say, hey, can you look at this? How are you? Like, can you tell me what you think? Does this make sense to you? Does this not make sense to you? How would you do this differently? Whereas before I just want to say, here's this perfect thing. It's ready for the world. And now I'm like, no, I really would love to get the feedback from someone else who knows about this or doesn't know about this and would be a fresh set of eyes. So I'm really trying to unlearn my, what's the word I'm looking for? The word is escaping me right now, but just my weird relationship, my toxic relationship with feedback and really inviting feedback and not also having to to justify like, oh, well, this is why I did it this way. Thanks for that feedback, but this is why. no being really open to feedback for feedback's sake. So this is still something that I'm unlearning. I probably always will because I'm a three, I'm an achiever. I like to be performing at a really high level, but I'm realizing that I'm not going to reach my highest levels unless, unless I get feedback. Okay, so how I've grown is putting myself out there and this is something I think everyone can grow in. Put yourself out there. Seriously, just ask. Ask. You never know where it will lead. Can I tell you where it's led me? It meant that I've been featured in pretty major publications. I've brought in some really cool partnerships. I have a consulting gig with Google right now. And it's because I put myself out there. I would look and be like, oh, I don't know if I'm qualified. I don't know if I quite fit. Someone else is probably better. But I put myself out there and I asked, can we have a conversation? Or I applied or I sent a pitch and I thought that I was doing well. Like I would have probably told you last quarter that this is a way that I've grown as well. But I'm doing it at this whole other level. And it's like, holy cow. If you just ask, sure they can say no, but they could say yes, and if they say yes, that could be major. So yeah, this is a big, big way that I've grown. And now I just want to share some resources that I'm loving lately. Okay, so for emails, I'm loving FloDesk. I used to use Mailchimp. I've also used MailerLite. I feel like I tried something else as well. But Flowdesk, I really love it because it's women-owned. It's still in beta, so it's not perfect. It doesn't have everything, but I've been able to get everything that I want done. And what I love about them is that they don't cap off. So for a lot of providers, it's like free until you hit 2,000 followers or subscribers. And then after you hit 2,000, you have to pay an extra fee they're just a flat fee, no matter how many subscribers you have. And that's really cool. They're also women-owned and they're developed by these two brilliant women. And so it feels really cool that even in something that's vital to my business, I drive sales, build relationships through email marketing, being able to support another women-owned business through that is really cool. So that's a tool that I'm loving business-wise lately. Another tool that I'm starting to enjoy more is Mavely. We had Ariel on the show before, but I've mentioned before, it's the social shopping app. And so you can share what you are interested in, what you're looking at buying. And most of the brands that are featured there, women owned or sustainable brands. And then if you share a link and someone buys, they get cash back and you get cash back And so I really am interested in their model of how everyone wins in the situation. I think that's cool. And yeah, as someone who's constantly thinking about business models, I get excited when I see a business model that seems equitable. Again, a really values-based business. Another resource that I was loving and I wrote this before Corona happened, is I was loving my library so much. Like I was getting into a flow of going to the library almost every week, getting fun books, getting books for business or for personal development. And honestly, full disclosure, I lost my Kindle and I don't know where it is. So I could still be enjoying the library, but I don't love to read books on my phone. So for now, my love affair with the library is Temporarily on pause, but there is so much value in the library. And I know I've mentioned that before, but yeah, support your local library, go to your local library. I generally like to get books from the library first. And then if I really, really, really love a book, then after that, I will decide, okay, I'm going to um, buy it because I'm going to read it again and again and again. But my first line of defense. Tends to be the library, and then another resource that I'm loving is the Girl Boss Community. Most of the people who listen to the show identify as women, so if that's you, this is for you. The Girl Boss Community is essentially trying to be like a LinkedIn for people who identify as women. So you have like a, a profile, kind of like a LinkedIn profile, but they they have these different what you call collectives. And there's one for self-care, women in media, one for Chicago, for all these different interests, whatever interests you could have. And it's been cool to connect on there and to see how it develops. I think honestly, they're still figuring out what it looks like, but I built some really cool connections and partnerships from the girl boss community. And again, I like to explore different models, different ways of doing things. And especially when something has a female first approach. It's something that I enjoy being a part of. So Girl Wow's community, I've been getting a lot of value about out of it, and hopefully I'm providing value on the platform as well. So I will link to those resources and anything else that I mentioned on the show, but I just honestly wanted to catch up. I've had some pretty major changes in my life, and I felt like it was time to level set with you, touch base, and Yeah, just check in. So if you want, you can tell me what's been going on with you for the past few months. Feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram. You can tell me what you're learning, what you're unlearning, how you've grown, or shoot me an email. All of those things get me so excited. Like every time someone sends me a message, almost every time I say like, oh my gosh, that made my day because it's still crazy to me that I'm sitting here in my in-laws basement just talking about my life and what I'm learning and it's resonating with you on the other end. So thank you. I say this a lot, but I always mean it. Thank you for listening. And I will be back in your earbuds next week. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison. Elise is E-L-Y-S-E. And check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com.